Welcome into the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuig. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncompany.com to browse the work and read reviews. You can go to House or Facebook or Instagram to see more of the work as well. And today we're talking about the idea of uh, remodeling and the cost and the ROI in remodeling. And one of the things I was going to ask you about first here, and I think I've asked it a few times here, but as I see houses uh, just flying off the market and it's impossible to find anywhere uh, to live. I mean, are do you expect to see whether it's people trying to buy fixer-uppers or just deciding to stay, not having to deal with uh, the rising real estate costs right now? Are you expecting to see a little bit more of that based off you know past trends where you know the, the real estate market is was really hot and heavy and hard to find a place? Yeah, well, so I think you got to break it down a little more because you you I, I know there's houses that are getting offers before they I mean, it's like, I've, we've all heard stories lately about uh, we got 10 offers that were over asking price. Well, maybe your asking price should have been higher. I don't know how yeah, this works. Right. Like, I, I've never sold a property where, where I'm getting offers for way over asking price. I think I'd be talking to my realtor going, hey, why, how come, why is this happening? <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, I there's so much pressure on the I don't want to say the lower end of the market, but if you're under three hundred thousand dollars, boy, that there is nothing on the market. It's it's gone the day it hits, and some of that product is um, overpriced. I think, you know, if you if you got a a, a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house that to get it up to speed is going to cost one hundred and fifty grand, and now you're at four hundred, and maybe your neighborhood only warrants a, a three twenty five top end. I don't, that house is not a good buy. I mean, like uh, twenty years ago, this we've been stuck in this for a while. By the way, twenty years ago, that house would have sold for a hundred thousand bucks, and you could put your one fifty into it and and go through this pain and suffering, but come out on the other end with a good deal. Like you could make this work. Um, so those those I, I think it's like ninety five percent of the buyers are could buy a, a three hundred thousand dollar and down house. You go to like. Uh, 400, 300 to 400, it knocks out a bunch of those because not as many people can afford that house. Um, and, it, and and there's fixer-uppers, depending on what neighborhood you're in, for $400,000. So um, it, it really depends. Um, those are those are hanging around a little bit longer, maybe a few months on the market on average. You get above the $400,000 range. Now we're talking six months, nine months or a year to, to move those houses. So it depends on the sector. If you're if you're on the on that starter home end, yeah, those are there's a lot of competition for those houses. Um, we are so severely underbuilt in Dane County. Um, I know I still have friends that go, oh, you know, we we overbuilt and yeah, we did overbuild uh, in 2003 and 2004. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> and then we severely underbuilt the trend line for the last I don't know um, tw- a dozen years for sure. Um, everybody remembers the recession, but um, we're still we're still stuck at about 1,200 permits new houses in Dane County, uh, and we're thinking the trend line should be around 1,800, 2,000. The past five years, it's we've we've sort of been level there at 1,200. We just can't seem to get over it. So you can tell like that there's a lot of pressure because people are coming out of apartments and they're they're sick of paying rent. They want to they want to get into stuff. I um. I want to caution those people and say, okay, don't just whatever your price range is. You, you get in there and you're thinking, okay, I I want it. I need a house. I'm tired of paying rent. 
it still should be a good buy. It's still <laughs> you mentioned return on investment. Okay, yeah. if if I get in there, can I do a thirty thousand dollar kitchen remodel and not price myself out? What what? Um, so you're looking for this uh, needle in a haystack of a house that is affordable, and it's you're you can put a reasonable amount of money into it and and hopefully get it back out. Well, and you kind of touched on it with the neighborhood. I think that's another thing when people are talking about a remodel. And we'll talk about numbers specific to different types of remodel and the value of your house. But there is probably a case. Um, it's, I don't want to say it's. It'd be better, I think, as a a home buyer to buy the house that's not the nicest house in the neighborhood because then you're paying uh, at the top end of what the neighborhood can get you and it's going to be hard to get any ROI on the investment. And, and we've talked before, that's not the main reason why you would do an investment, but today's show is a little bit of, or excuse me, uh, why you do a remodel, but today's show is a little bit about you know break cost breakdowns, recommended budgets, and ROI because at some point you put something in and correct me if I'm wrong, the general rule is you know, five years in you can start you know, seeing an ROI off of it because you lived in it and then it can, it'll hold its value. And then that's where you can see the, the return on investment from a cash perspective. Yeah. So I think, um, because at least you get to enjoy the remodel for a few years too. I think there's, there's something there. Um, it, I, I wish it, the math always worked out because you, it, I always say, okay, a kitchen is kind of bathroom, those big ticket items. They're kind of like tires on trucks. So eventually you got to change them out. I mean, Tires don't last forever. Kitchens don't last forever. Bathrooms don't last forever. We did we did a remodel last year on a on a seventies house that had original bathrooms in it. It was like a nineteen seventy two or something like that. I'm like, wow, somebody really got the money their money's <laughs> worth out of those bathrooms. Get <laughs> fifty years. Uh, they were dated, and there was water seeping through the the tile work, and so there was some rot and things that probably should have been done uh, fifteen years ago, maybe more. I don't know, but. Um, so you, you sort of when you when you when you buy a house for that first time, I think your the temptation is to think, "Oh, I'm good for a while." Nope. <laughs> you own houses, Jim. You know, from the day you buy them, you you have to start maintaining things. Like the house that you're coming in to do some work <laughs> on, we said, "Was well, it's it's moving ready?" Again, it was moving ready. We didn't have to do anything, but there's still things that we wanted to to get done. So right, and I and I saw your house. So like, if we we're going to talk about kitchens. Um, your kitchen is a very serviceable kitchen. There's nothing now. You don't like the way it looks, the layout, and the yeah, layout, yeah. right? But as it's, far as like doing what it's meant to do, yeah. it still works. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's a nicer layout. We had a galley kitchen at would have had an open end on each end of it, so it's still a nicer, more opening layout than the previous house. But that's why that wasn't number one on our list. It was like you know what we want to change uh, the, the the color of the house by adding a lot of white trim and doors and all that kind of the house, which is a major change. I mean, yes. you in your mind that that's going to really improve things and it's worth it um and i think you what i was getting at is at least on your kitchen okay you you've got time right yeah, you, you're exactly not, you don't have to do something tomorrow you knew that it was going to be good for a while and, and then when you are prepared to do it you can do it a lot of the remodeling that we do uh, i'd say over half of it is um for people that are at a point in their life where they can have some of the things they want and uh it, maybe it doesn't make a thousand percent it's not a dollar for dollar thing okay i'm going to put one dollar in and get it right back out um but you can have some nice things i i talked about trucks okay um i've bought lots of vehicles uh, we have lots of vehicles that has construction uh they're a terrible buy <laughs> like they start costing you the instant you buy them, and they're they're worth basically nothing by the time you sell them <laughs> yet yet we continually buy them uh and they cost more than a new kitchen unfortunately but uh so, so it's that's just the way life is but that for I worry more about um, 
We we do get first time home buyers that call us up and go, okay, now we're we're ready. We got our house and um and some of them are great savers. You know, they've saved forty fifty grand, but they want to do their kitchen the two bathrooms and um, all the flooring in the house. And I'm like, oh, oh man, I would love to be able to do that. It's just going to cost more than that, unfortunately. Right. And, and, and look, uh, kind of get back to the other point, though, there is something I don't want to lose the other part of it of when you're doing a remodel, there's probably, there's one thing like you talked about, if your bathroom is a disaster or it needs to be redone. But if you are doing one just because you want to do it, that's where you start thinking about, well, what's the top end houses in the neighborhood? Because there's only so much we're going to get out of this house. So if we want to do something crazy, maybe we at least want to make sure we want to be here for a while because this is going to be for us. We're not going to get uh, that ROI uh, on this remodel. Right. And uh, there's a lot more that plays into that too with, okay, um, that's where I think spending a lot of time in, or enough time in design so that you're doing something, you're doing a remodel that's going to still look great 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line so that putting in good products, I think, I think then that remodel makes a lot more sense than if you did something that's a little too trendy, uh, got by with some product that that maybe wouldn't make the wouldn't make the cut, um, uh, at least for us anyways. So trying to trying to make that thing last. So one last question on that part of it, because now I, I mean I'm not a big fashion person, but I've now noticed that people are dressing like it's the '90s again, <laughs> and they always say that uh, in fashion everything you know is a big is that like circle. seashell necklaces, yeah, or something? The, the puka shell, and they got like the baggy clothes. I don't know, it's ridiculous. I, I was very every once in a while I have flashbacks, time. and I'm like, is it what year is it? <laughs> uh, but it, is there anything that kind of cycles back, uh, good or bad, in remodeling that you can? Because you talked about not being too trendy. And having something that stays, but I swear, I know they always say in fashion everything's a big circle. I don't know if it's the same for remodeling. Uh, my first answer was going to be no, but then you kept talking. And then I thought, okay, I got something for you. Okay. Um, uh, one thing that's coming back around is is um, real wood floors, and you know we talked yeah. a lot. Like we do that work ourselves, um, and it's, it's pretty satisfying work because we're sometimes refinishing wood floors that are eighty or hundred years old and still have a lot of life in them. You know, if you want a green product, wow, that is a green product. That thing doesn't. You get a brand new floor uh, with some some sanding and finishing uh, that, that did not have to get trucked, did not have to get new trees, didn't get after you know yeah. cut down and and uh, and milled and and things like that. And that that is coming along with a uh, uh, just this um, this thing where people want and and it, and it's younger generations that are that are after this which I, it gives me hope uh, <laughs> but for natural products like they people are appreciating some natural products they want there's a there's a desire for better quality products and so uh, the, the rest of the 90s we're gonna f- hopefully forget about the gold um, uh, the, the real bright brass fixtures and I was like, <laughs> my designers are saying no they might be coming back around but I'm like not here <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them but uh, there's versions that actually look pretty cool but um no, I think I think that uh, we have gone past the '90s in design. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> good. To stay. I was just kind of curious because uh, we're taking out all the fruit. We, we don't. It can't be coming back. Uh, that'll be no good. Uh, this is the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at six three six Edge. You can go to edgeconstructioncom to browse the work and read reviews. You can go to House. Facebook or Instagram to see more of their work. And um, we're talking about kind of recommended budgets, whether it's for, you know, trying to figure out 
there's probably at some point too much to be done to a home for one job in theory, and also and that there's a lot of different things to come into it. And there's a, a place I've never heard of before, but it, it's a real thing. The National Kitchen and Bath Association, and they've kind of come up with some guidelines for how much you should be putting max into a remodel of different p- types of jobs within your home, and it actually even goes into cost breakdown. Yeah, and the NKBA. Uh, so I, because I'm in, in in the industry, we are members of that, by the way, um, and it's it's basically just a lot of information for us. Um, they combined their national show with our construction national show, uh, the Blue Slash, um, um, NAHB show, a few years back, um, and it's been a really good thing because there's a lot of a lot of going back and forth between our two groups. So uh, it's really really good information, and they do some of the some of the stuff they do is surveying people that are going through models and trying to figure out. Um, things like that, and they write articles, and they're they're giving us this value, okay, which I think is is good information. A lot of homeowners don't realize that they should be searching for this. They they go online and they'll search out, um, trying to get an idea what they should spend on their kitchen, thinking, well, okay, you 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 can find articles that say ten thousand dollars. You're gonna and and sky's the limit. Um, but if you're trying to do a real remodel, tear things out, I think. These figures are valuable. So they're saying, okay, 15 to 20% of your home's value. And, and the, the idea is that it's not a good idea to go over that. You don't have to spend that. You don't, right. <laughs> a lot of people don't spend that. Most people probably don't spend that. So a $250,000 home, you're thinking maybe 40 to 50 grand on a kitchen remodel. Um, and that's probably a little bit, I think, on the high side. It depends on how much work has got to be done. So if it's an older house um, that needs everything uh, knob and tube wiring um plaster it's not insulated the floor is horrible uh <laughs> who knows what yeah then you can certainly get into those numbers um if this is an 80s house it's more of a style change you don't have to do major upgrades to electrical maybe it's already got a beautiful wood floor going through there you don't have to do flooring it's pretty easy to be on the low end of that scale so um depending on your home value we work on a lot of houses in dane county that are worth five hundred thousand dollars um this says you your limit should be in the 75 to 100 thousand dollar range um to we get kitchen models that end up in that range once in a while that is not our norm (laughs) our norm is probably more um even for that kind of a a house around fifty thousand or something like that plus or minus it like i said it depends on everything that's affected sometimes we're doing a kitchen remodel plus flooring on the whole first floor. It's a pretty popular remodel now to get rid of the carpet, um, go with wood floors everywhere, and that that's, a, I think, a healthy trend. That's a good trend. Even if you're just replacing carpet, uh, it's not really just a kitchen remodel. You're doing you're doing that that around the board. We had one recently where, actually, we had one that started last week that um, is kind of like this. started off as a kitchen remodel, ended up uh, two baths, the laundry room, uh, changing out two windows and flooring on pretty much of the first floor. So obviously that's not gonna that's not a true figure. So, but at least it gives you some kind of guidelines. So if you had a three hundred thousand dollar house, you know you know that you could you could spend that forty to fifty thousand dollars and and be safe. Now if it's just a style change, eh, I don't <laughs> you know um, then you're you're this remodels for you a little more than it is for for resale. Um, if it's uh, if it's a real disaster, then those those figures look pretty good. So I don't know if that makes sense. 
It does, and I think you've talked before that you know the level of, of appliances or trim, and we'll get to this cost breakdown here. Like those could throw the budget a little higher, uh, just because you know if you're picking things high end, as long as you're aware that you're adding onto the cost, and that's something that could do it. One thing before we get to the cost breakdown, uh, your favorite part, which I should point out, uh, and I think you kind of disagree with this, but once your budget has been determined, cut it by at least twenty five percent. Set aside the extra money as a cushion to make uh, unexpected, unexpected surprises much less stressful. And I'll make, I'll give that a credit to you because uh, you're pretty adamant that you know at least working with you guys that's not how you guys operate. There's a scope of work. There's a plan. There's a timeline, and uh, from your part of it, it's you're the trusted expert, so you should be finding things in general before uh, it would get to the point of being a surprise. Uh, <laughs> and just imagine something like you buy a car and like oh surprise, uh, you gotta <laughs> it's used car. You gotta replace the engine after you bought it. Like what? Uh, so I mean, get to reserve twenty five percent. Just <laughs> right. pull right out of there. Uh, um, so I let you talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that that actually is a, a weird common theme online. Um, so I would definitely have that as a question for my remodeling company I'm going to hire. So, okay, so if my budget is 40 grand, how many of your projects come in at exactly 40 grand? I mean, if it comes in exactly on budget, um, what happens if you find something behind the wall? Um, uh, like the TV finds something. Well, that's the thing. The every episode of every remodeling <laughs> show, doesn't matter what it drama. is. Like my favorite, my wife watches it, love it or list it. And I, the whole time I watch it now, I'm like, this lady's a terrible remodeler because like, <laughs> she's finding stuff like, I didn't know we'd have to replace this window, or like, I didn't know this was a load bearing wall. It's like, what do you? What's your job? Like, how do you not know like, this stuff when he first looked at the house? But well, there are plenty of people that go, well, I guess I'll just pay. I mean, we we have lots of customers, homeowners now that have been through this with other reputable contractors. Where at the end, sometimes they're getting handed bills for. Ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Going well. It wasn't my fault. Uh, you know, we this went over, and we had you know expect unexpected things happened, and and uh, you're gonna have to pay this. And sometimes people pay it. Sometimes they go, oh, no, my contract <laughs> was for this amount of money, and we're not gonna. I didn't agree to this. Um, which is the right answer, by the way. Uh, if you're gonna hold things in reserve, I I have read this a lot online. Uh, remodeling experts quotation marks saying hold. 15 on the low end percent, uh, 20% seems a pretty common number, 25, you know, like these people say, <clears throat> hold that in reserve. Um, that's a lot. Like, I'm trying to think of what. Say, that's a chunk of change. If you said, like, 5% to, like, maybe make an that upgrade. That seems reasonable, yeah. Or you could just have the worst case scenario, you just have a little extra money when it's all said and done. Well, and and people follow that advice, by the way. We, we have lots of projects where uh, once we get through the tough part, People are going, you know, we optioned this a while back. Is that can we still do that? <laughs> and yeah. I think what they're saying is, okay, I held some money in reserve, and it looks like I'm not going to be needing it for the surprise uh, drama behind the wall. Right. Uh, so now, now I want one of the options, one of the things that I optioned earlier on. <laughs> Maybe we can upgrade something or add something. Um, we had somebody add a, a, a dry bar in a kind of a, a off kitchen area that we uh, it was a pretty comprehensive remodel, but when things came in on budget they wanted to do that it's fine it's fine it's all good if that's if that's what you if that gives you comfort to keep money in reserve it's not a bad idea i probably would be that way by the way maybe the five percent thing is yeah, a good idea yeah um just to 
At least you've got it when it when it's all done. If, or at least it available. It doesn't have to be like reserved for just knowing like, okay, I have this extra money that we can access from somewhere else. So now just to give you an idea that we do get surprised. It's just that we eat it. Um, because like you said, I, I look at it like a homeowner is hiring us to be the expert. Meaning we the homeowners don't go through this all the time. They don't do other people's remodels. They're not supposed to um, have every answer. But we are. Our industry is supposed to have the answers. So uh, last week, we we started a pretty big remodel. Uh, we knew the house had a lot of electrical challenges. But when Dale, my electrician, got into it, I could see him doing a lot of thinking. Like <laughs> I'm like, oh, this isn't good. What's going on, Dale? And uh, basically said, you know, this is a, a lot more work. It's probably a couple days more work than I thought. And, uh, and I said, no, Dale, that's... Uh, was there a way for you to know this? If you had to shine the light yeah. a little longer, if you had dug a little deeper, done a little do, more due diligence, would you have known? And he was already shaking his head. Yeah, I probably could have caught this. Um, but sometimes you do get surprised. I, but I think your 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 remodeler, the culture in the company that you hire, needs to be. We're going to stay on budget, and I don't I don't care what that means. Um, um, there's been very few things in my history where I said, we're going to have to pass this on. Usually if, and I mean, I mean like two or three out of the last 150 projects where we go, listen, this was, um, uh, there's an Indian burial ground, burial ground underneath your garage and right. we tore it down. I there's no way for me to know that. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so right. We're there's a poltergeist the, <laughs> here. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we're going to split the cost with you for moving right. these people. But, uh, yeah, I, I, at, at least have the conversation with your remodeler and say, okay, on your last 10 projects, did you run over? Right. Why? What? Who paid? Yeah. How was, how was your homeowner supposed to know that they were going to be on the hook for this? Probably what's the process? Because there's one thing of like, they do this in the shows, which is at least better than the way you're describing it. Sometimes we're at the end, you get a bill. Uh, during the shows, they tell you during it, they'll say like, hey, uh, this happened, so you can either pay more or we can not do X. So I'm guessing that when you guys discover something, if it's something that, you know, one of those rare 1% uh, times that you, you, you do pass along some or all of it to the homeowner, uh, that's probably as soon as possible you tell them that, not a surprise bill at the end. Uh, no, no, yeah. That's much much worse if it's just at the end. Um, uh, we, we have actually run into homeowners that have had uh, maybe a $100,000 project that paid forty grand at the end that they didn't know was coming, and I was I was horrified. Uh, this should not happen. You did not have to pay that. Yeah, I'm not good at math, um, but it has forty percent. Like that's that's a huge chunk. That's more than a twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it, but it shouldn't happen at all. Um, oh, I do remember one project, so I'll give you one. Okay. Um, we had a, we had a job we did a couple of years ago, and it was um, tri level, and we were doing a remodel of the bath and laundry as part of this remodel on the. On the on the floor that was it was actually on a, a slab on grade part of this house. Uh, it was an older house in the country, and when we broke up concrete, there must have been a huge water leak at some point, and the gravel had settled like two feet underneath this concrete. Oh, yeah, and um, so my guys called me over. They're like, uh, "I said, can't you tell me over the phone?" They're like, "Nope, we've <laughs> <laughs> never seen this before." Um, and so this was a, a, a room, maybe a 15 by 20 area that 
there was nothing supporting all this concrete. And we were just supposed to move a drain like a foot or something. I don't know. It was something small. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously that's something we go to the homeowner. Hey, we can't, you're not going to leave this, right? And they, they were very understanding. And so we just did it at our cost. And it was and it was literally like less than a couple thousand dollars. So it wasn't the TV thing where, yeah. on TV that would have cost like 20 grand, by the way. So yeah, yeah. it wasn't too bad. But Well, that's um, your old line, like everything costs $10,000. <laughs> exactly. Everything's 10 grand. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, that's one of those where you're like, oh, well, thanks for catching this because, you know, I don't want to fall through the floor. So like those are also uh, good ones where you're like, oh, well, that's that's good to know. Um, now I'm not going to, you know, yeah, have my house fall from underneath me. Uh, we'll take a break here. We'll, we'll talk a little more into it. Uh, this is the Edge Construction Only Modeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Only Modeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncom.com to browse their work and read reviews. You can go to House or Facebook or Instagram to see more of their work as well. And we're talking about uh, different types of kitchen remodels, but the cost breakdown and just remodeling in general. And you can listen to the entire show if you missed any of it, Wisconsin on Demand or iTunes or Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast, you can listen to the entire show if you happen to miss it. But we're talking about one thing here about you know basically different types of kitchen remodels. And I thought... Mike can kind of explain what they kind of talk about a, a basic kitchen remodel, and this could be f- you know between five and twenty five thousand dollars, and that's a huge range. But when I think of basic kitchen remodel, I'm thinking of probably more updating everything and, and getting things uh, to look nicer and, and higher end, uh, not so much like moving big parts or or having to even dig deep like you talked about for some of these older houses, you might have to do some plumbing work or electrical work in there. Right, I I think. Um that updating thing is for for that five thousand. You know, I think the article's probably a little outdated. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because things have changed in the last year. It's just there's things that we could have done for that a year ago that you just can't for now because the the products have gone up. The um, if we do have to hire any work out, that's that has gotten more expensive. Um, we don't really hire much out, but we do hire plumbing out. Um, we used to be able to, do, and and we still do some of these projects where. Um, when we have time where somebody just wants new countertops, they're new countertops in sync, let's say. So you're not really changing cabinets. They might be updating uh, appliances at the same time. And and that's where you're probably in the, into that lower end, you know. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, my kitchen model, we didn't go, we got bought good appliances, but it was not the high, not the highest end stuff. It was maybe $5,000, which I thought was very yeah. doable. Um, so you can do a lot with smaller amounts of money, uh, but if your kitchen needs a real remodel, boy, that's you don't want to do that kind of remodel that uh, they're doing on the flip shows where they sort of sugarcoat things and gl- don't upgrade 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 the mechanicals. They, nothing behind the drywall gets gets fixed. Um, they go over the top of of existing flooring with another layer. Um, it's it's gotten common for us to be pulling three or four layers of flooring out, <laughs> trying to get things back to zero. At some point, it's just not a good plan. Um, but yeah, on, on that line, let Lauren I, and like like I was trying to say, we do or, uh, we when we have time, different times of the year. Right now, going into summer, we just have too many big projects to do much of these. But we're we pull out countertops, um, maybe new backsplash, uh, sink and fixture, and then somebody's buying appliances alongside. Um, but it's got to it's got to fit in. Um, but yeah, on that on that end, you can do a lot of upgrade if your cabinets are decent, flooring is decent. Um, it's not that expensive, really. Well, what I was kind of thinking about of a little bit of 
upgrading from builder grade. It could be one of those things where <laughs> if you're not really having that, if you happen to either bottle house or when you uh, that's maybe ten years old and you want to update it, or if you first built your house in five ten years in, you're like. It's fine. I just want nicer things in here. That could be an opportunity to kind of come in, use your design team, and upgrade some things. Right, the and people do that. Um, there's there's a fair amount of people that come in with that idea, and sometimes it follows out through where, where you stay in the same footprint, and they get really disciplined. But a lot of times, what happens, I think, is that um, when when you're building your new house, uh, and we work for the builders in Dane County, so we. Not to throw them under the bus, but it's just new construction as a whole. They don't do that much design. You're you're picking probably from um, a, a set number of plans. Each plan might have a few different versions of a kitchen that's a little bit different. They aren't really designing that kitchen from scratch for you normally. Um, there are some that do that, especially maybe on the higher end. But but generally, you're kind of using a, a canned thing. You're a canned design. Um, when you go in and 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 do our kind of remodeling. You people tend to spend a little more time in design. They're not afraid to to let this design process stretch out a month or two and have a lot of back and forth and a lot of reaction time and look at different plans and figure out what's going to work best. And th- in that case, you move beyond that basic kitchen model because something might move around then. You might pick a different spot for the fridge or or stove um, just based on how you're living now. And and sometimes when that it's not just more design, it's better design. Um, starts to make a lot of sense. Um, you can do, you can still rein things in. You don't have to go to that high end. Um, our starting point, just from experience, uh, we're going to show you things that are mid to high. And the reason we're doing is that that is so that you have everybody has a place to go. If you want to save a few bucks, you can move down and not sacrifice quality. If you want to, if you want something that uh, that costs more, that's easy to do also. So, uh, the next type of uh, kitchen model here is that mid-range kitchen remodel and again this has a lot to do with the, the expected cost ranges a lot 25 to 50 grand and that probably has to do with maybe at this point you're maybe moving uh the footprint a little bit maybe adding some lighting uh maybe making some upgrades uh flooring things like that uh what else kind of would make it a little bit of a mid-range kitchen remodel yeah that that is pretty much where we spend most of our time at edge is in the and, and kitchen models are what we do more than anything else um any single project, um, that mid-range model is is um, I, you could you could all those things you mentioned from flooring to upgrading electrical to houses that we worked that we built new ten years ago do not have enough light now it by today's standards. Right. So we're adding lighting, we're doing under cabinet lights, we're we're adding um, we call it recessed lighting, but really what we put in is a, it's called a tam light. It's a it's a LED fixture where the whole bottom of the fixture is the light. So the, the cone, how the light spreads out from the fixture is really wide. Uh, you can dim it. And that's pretty much in our standard package. If we if we put a price on your kitchen remodel, it's going to have all those things in it. We're going to upgrade um, all the electrical that serves your kitchen and does the work. We're going we're gonna to figure recessed lighting in and, and, and maybe some decorative stuff over an island or, or the sink. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna upgrade all that stuff. That's just gonna be in our standard package. So that mid mid range kitchen model where we're looking for the best design. Sometimes the the difference between um, 
a $40,000 kitchen remodel in this house and a $50,000 kitchen remodel in the, in the next house is just in the size. It might have more feet of cabinets, more feet of flooring, more feet of countertop. <laughs> so that's a big factor. Well, and we got, uh, actually, we'll take a break here. We'll wrap up uh, kind of on the, the different, larger side of uh, kitchen remodels here. This is the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Jim Rutledge with Mike Twig from Edge Construction. I uh, call Mike at 636 Edge. You can go to edgeconstruction.com to browse work and read reviews. You can go to Facebook or Instagram to see more of their work as well. And we've talked about different types of kitchen remodels and kind of loose expected budgets into this. And talking about um, the next one on this list here is the the, the deluxe kitchen remodel. <laughs> and it says expect a cost range seventy five to $100,000 uh, in that range. Now, the pictures are, di- are I think, misleading because it just basically shows you the same layout over and over again with like nicer features to it, uh, which I don't think is really... If you're looking at the deluxe kitchen remodel, you're probably changing some of the layout i guess not for sure but i would i would have to assume you know eight out of ten times you're changing the layout a little bit too yeah yeah um so this this part of the market by the way is i think small i mean i so i i talk to our people a lot about uh i call it normal land yeah you live in normal land right i live in normal land right most people live in normal land so if you got a lot of good people working for you and you want to do um a, a, a lot of nice remodeling you that's where you spend your time once in a while these these jobs come through for us um and and most remodelers for that that the dream one you know where it's really big um we had one a a year or two ago um man it just was uh kind of fun once once in a while to design a kitchen where you're not dealing with this tiny space and i um, mine, mine's the same way. It's not a big house. It's an old farmhouse, and yeah. the kitchen isn't really that huge. Uh, and you still have to fit those big elements in fridge, stove, dishwasher, um, and sink. So, like, those, you, you get those items into most kitchens. Some of these kitchens, there's not room for much else. You know, we do a lot of work on these small houses around Madison where, okay, you get a few lower cabinets, yeah. and that's it. Um, so it was fun to design where you got sort of a big, wide-open slate those those come through um, once in a while. I I would say like in in town uh, of the major of our competition, the, the remodelers in town. I think there's a lot of competition for that high end kitchen. That, that's what it seems like to me. Um, there's there's lots of remodelers that that's seems it seems like that's what they want to do, and uh, they sort of ignore our end of things, the normal land <laughs> kind of things. And it's and I'm not saying like we never do these. I just there's less of them, so. You can't build your business on them, um, but um, yeah, I, I sort of toy with that. Okay, um, if you're if you're going to if you got a hundred thousand bucks to spend, does that mean you have to have custom cabinets? Well, yes and no. Uh, I think you want. I, I love our cabinets, the Wellburn Forest cabinets. Um, there's some things you can't do with them. Um, but every year they add options. They add. They give us more ways that we can go with them and design more things in. Um, like, I don't know if I'd want to kit a custom cabinet just to say I have a custom cabinet. Right. Um, sometimes that factory finish is a really good finish. Um, it's, it's applied, it's baked down, it's, it's, uh, it's more durable than something that happens in somebody's shop around town. We, probably 20% of our cabinets are, are custom cabinets from a local supplier that we use, so I don't want to discount them. Yeah. They do a beautiful job. 
Um, sometimes it's in a wood that people have their heart set on knotty alder or something. I don't know. And, and even that's not that hard to do, but something obscure. Or if we have to match up uh, door style and cabinet style to something that's already there, that gets us into custom range. Um, sometimes it's the finishes that, that knock you up into that price range, not just cabinets and style and um, and, and size of the kitchen, but it, usually that's a base factor. Maybe it's maybe it's they want a, a, a tile, a floor tile in a big kitchen that's just very expensive, hard to get, comes from out of the country maybe. <laughs> that, that happens quite often um, and, and like that. So um, I, I think that uh, those are really fun for us to do once in a while because – Believe it or not, it is nice to have room to maneuver once in a while. It seems like um, you know we're working in those tight spaces more often than not. But uh, um, the deluxe kitchen is a thing. Yeah, which yeah, which uh, clearly we all can drive around town and see the houses. You might assume have a, uh, a deluxe uh, kitchen there. What is? Um, I mean, as you look at this here, it, it talks about typical projects and uh, within this, and you talk about custom cabinets. And we just got a couple minutes left here, but. It seems like uh, the countertops into the the sink is kind of a pretty common job that kind of goes across the board. Like if you had a, a kitchen that you liked a floor plan floor and that, so that's one that, and if, correct me if I'm wrong, that you could kind of do on the mid or the end, you know, basic mid or high end level uh, and not have to do the rest of it, but it is a job that could be an upgrade at any level. It is. Well, and they all can be. And, and like I mentioned before, um, quality has become important for not just the high end deluxe side. It's, it's um, um, even on new houses. Uh, it's stone countertops are the, the great majority of what's going in. Um, a lot of wood floors. Those aren't cheap products. Um, people are. It says to me, people are going. Okay, even though I'm building a smaller house or have a smaller house, I still want the good quality stuff that's going to last. That says green to me. That says durable. Um, I, you're you're throwing good money after good. Um, on the uh, there's always ways to go up, right? Um, uh, the appliance packages I mentioned a price on appliances for in normal end. <clears throat> uh, we have a project coming up that I believe the kitchen appliances are around forty thousand dollars, and it really wasn't that hard to spend that much money. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. there are lots of stoves out there for ten thousand dollars, and there are some fridges out there for fifteen thousand dollars and more. So you you can spend that if you want to, and I think. I think sometimes people feel like, oh, I've got this big fancy house. I need to spend that. And I think, okay, sometimes spending the money doesn't even guarantee that you're going to get a good product. You still need to research it. You still need to have somebody you trust in, in the industry that's going to advise you on on where to put that money. And um, so, and I, to me, okay, if you're if you buy a, a product that's going to fit your need. Maybe you can spend that money somewhere else. Maybe maybe you hit a bathroom or you, be, or you know with that extra money and and um, don't spend your whole 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 twenty percent just <laughs> on the kitchen, I guess. But uh, yeah, the, the sinks, um, you know, there's some really cool options there. Yeah. There's a lot more options for kitchen faucets. Some of those do cost some extra money that might be in a budget on a on a deluxe remodel. But um, I, the basic products, like I mentioned, the countertops, the floors. Um, it seems like like people are willing to to spend some money and have a good quality product, which is encouraging for us. Uh, this has been the Ed's Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.